Copenhagen. That's bang out of order. Friend of mine fits window seals. What a ledge. I uh, walked into the ocean carrying a tub of taram masalata. Um, guy said, what are you doing? I said, I'm just taking a dip in the sea. Talking. We're just talking. We thought you might want to well, hello! Welcome back to the Talking Podcast. It's Hi. great to be with you in audio form. We I am in well. your ears. In we, your ears, wherever we managed, you're listening. We managed to make it happen. We did do another, great. Episode. another episode. Another episode. It's amazing. You guys are jolly lucky. It's a rarity at the moment, isn't it? It is. It is a rarity. It is. Well done, us, I think. That's great. So, wherever you're listening, we hope you're having a great day. Or yeah. evening, or night, or... Be that so- in the bath, be that... In the gym, be that in a park, on a plane, on a plane, at work, at work, concentrate though. And whatever's going on right now, you know, like if you're if you're having a tough day, we're gonna make we're you with smile. You. We'll make we're you here. smile, and don't worry about it. You know, like life's too short to just get worried about it. It'll be it all right. It'll be you're all gonna right. be fine. You're gonna be okay. Even the suffering is is redeemed. Absolutely, we're here to tell you that it's all gonna be okay. Sometimes yeah. all you need is a little perspective and some patience. Just have a little patience. So take that on board, guys. And um, here we go on to a new episode of the Talking Podcast. What's we- been going on in your lives recently, guys? Um, well, since the last episode, we have um, watched some YouTube videos. Yep. <laughs> George played us a song. George plays a song. Yep. Uh, that's about it. You opened the door because it was I hot. I opened the door. It's hot in the room. What else have we done? Uh, had a conversation. I put yeah. my uh, clothes on dry. That's true. Um, we live extraordinary lives. All utterly ordinary, isn't it? Like a lot of life. Well, it's both. It's both, George. Yeah, but I think, yeah, just interestingly, I think like a lot of like even the big moments hmm. when they arrive, it's like this is ordinary. I mean, it's, it's fantastically also, ordinary. Yeah, but it's just very ordinary. Ordinary's kind of all we have yeah and yet it is extraordinary absolutely our very Extra existence the very ordinary. fact that we are on a rock travelling at thousands of miles an hour around a burning ball of gas is is quite extraordinary yeah totally it's like the most ordinary thing but it's beautiful and it's kind of like, it's kind of like art as well like when someone portrays something in art mm. they're portraying often something that is ordinary an ordinary experience an ordinary something ordinary like love yeah something ordinary like like an trauma. unmade bed like an unmade bed, exactly. All of but it. But it's beautiful. It's all of it. So well, we, I think just from the offset here is, you know, don't don't pitch your sense of worth, value, existence on some Hollywood um, diluted version of extraordinariness. Yeah, definitely. Um, just just dream dream your dreams, live your lives, and enjoy enjoy breathing. Every breath is a gift. Every breath is a gift. Life philosophy brought to you by the Talking Podcast. Great Life philosophy. Um, do you want to know how um, we're going to talk about art? Wow. Do you want to know how it was sort of invented? Yes, love definitely. That. Right. Um, art was um, it was first discovered in uh, 1066 um, during a, a tea break at the Battle of Hastings. <laughs> um, Harold Godwinson, King Harold, um, he was having a, a little biscuit, a little bit of cheese, um, just to sort of restore himself between two. It's a particularly long stints of um, of battling uh, against the French. Um, he Harold, though, he I mean, it's a little known fact. He was actually a really passionate weaver. 
Um, and he'd always bring his loom along um, whenever there was sort of a moment between slaying the French or the next sort of volley of arrows. He'd sort of add a little bit to the whatever he was weaving at the time. Um, and it was sort of during this tea break that King Harold sort of, he'd kind of had enough really. And he said he didn't really want to be king anymore. Um, and he launched into this sort of speech um, to some of his men about this kind of passion that he has. And he says, what, what are we even doing here? He asked, um, you know, we're fighting against our own brothers. You know, I know we're English and, and they're French, but we're, you know, we're all one, you know. We're only people, it's just, just one world. He said, I'm done with all this arching and sword fighting and horse charges. I just want to appreciate beauty and, and create meaning on my loom instead. Um, and so it was at that moment that he decided, you know, I don't want to be a commander of the army anymore. I, I just want to make stuff. I want to sort of study the world that I can find some sort of deeper meaning underneath the everyday bits and pieces that are going on. He said, I am no longer an Englishman. I am a human. I am the grass. I am the trees. I am the whale. I am everything. He said, I renounce my kingship. I want to create archery of creativity. And then he sort of repeated this statement, screamed it, um, but in the middle of the sentence, he got shot in the eye with an arrow. Um, and so he got sort of cut short. And so what, what he ended up saying, rather than archery of creativity, was, I want to create art. And then he, and then he died. Uh, <laughs> and that's when sort of a bunch of people, they set up um, a bunch of weavers in his honour and they made this this tapestry to sort of portray not, it was, people think it's a tapestry of the battle, but it's actually this tapestry of his sort of um, self-discovery of, of becoming an artist. <laughs> Is that that long one? Bay... Bayo tapestry, Bayo. yeah, that's right. Bayo I've seen that. Yeah, that's true, you're amazing. Covered. Yeah. Thanks, man. An arrow to the eye. Yeah, it's a pretty rough way to go. Do you reckon that if it didn't kill you, you could kind of like look up and down and the arrow, the like stick of it would move with you? You have to have some pretty serious eye muscles. Yeah. Your, your optometrist would probably be relatively happy and dismayed. Your third, fourth and sixth cranial nerves would be working very well. Can eyes heal? Not really when they've not had like, an arrow in them, no. Not from an arrow. No. No. Can you do eye transplants? Is that a thing we can do? I don't know if they've done eye transplants. Don't know. They've done. They've just done a penis transplant. transplant, haven't they? Have they? First penis. <laughs> is that true? First penis transplant happened in America a couple is weeks that, ago. No, genuine I think question. It was in South Africa. Be, not being crude at all. Is that the? Whole, oh, sorry. It might be. Is yeah. that the whole package, or is it just the? <laughs> Why? No, I'm genuinely interested. <laughs> is that the whole thing? I don't or know. Or is it just the? I don't know, mate. Penis. I've, I've not researched. <laughs> all I read was deeply into the it. first penis transplant has successfully taken place. So presumably, the like the scrotum's not being changed. Guys, we're talking about. I um, was a serious question. Art yeah. today, Biology. which I suppose that is a form of art surgery. A, yeah. Uh, well, this is the, this is this is my big thing. Uh, sort of an then. entry point. Yeah. I'm a big believer in that. Like everything is art. Yeah. Right. So like, I uh, one one of. Um, one of the wiser people I've met in my short life was a guy called Michael Kerwin. And he wa we were once talking and he said that art really is the skill of noticing. It's mm. the skill of observation. It's the, like what we were talking about earlier. It's the skill of looking at the, what, what was often considered the mundane, the ordinary, all the stuff that washes over us and flies past mm. us and isn't considered observing that, noticing that and pulling, pulling out, what it is, just presenting what it is, not not necessarily trying to give something some rich, deeper meaning, mm. but all the meaning that's already there. 
That's right. And I think there's perhaps the essence of it is that sort of trying mm. is that's perhaps when art is at its worst mm. is when we are trying to make it into something special or we're trying to draw meaning from something that mm. maybe isn't actually there or, you know, it's that sort of act of like wanting it to be meaningful sort of destroys the meaning. You've got to be authentic. You've got to have integrity. You've got to be you. Intentionally you. The only, the, the only thing that's ever original is you. Yeah. It's true. Uh, it is true. That's definitely true when it comes to Ollie as well. But I think uh, the shiny example, you are very unique. Thank you can't you. be very unique. Okay, <laughs> yeah, all right. You're, except, you're exceptionally average. Yeah. the point is this i think the the trouble with art and why sometimes i get dismayed with some of the art that we're presented with whether that's movies paintings songs whatever Mm. when it when i don't like it it's because they've sort of almost because they've tried to make me like it Mm. like they've uh, uh, have um there's sort of too much deliberate thought about how it'll be perceived mm-hmm. if someone's tried to think about how i'm gonna th- sort of see it and and has has tried to make me feel a certain way that's when i potentially get quite uncomfortable i'd rather mm. them have just made it for making sake mm. uh, and then i'm allowed to sort of interpret it as as i like well, it, that's the difference between product isn't it and art yeah i think because o- often often the way i view it is that I mean, maybe that maybe we should back up a little bit and talk about this anyway. That when we think about art, you know, maybe um, I know for me, I think about the arts, right? So, so yep. like um, uh, music, painting, dancing, Drama. acting, writing, poetry. You know, no, no, there's 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 tons and tons and tons more. But the problem is, is that when we sort of colonise what art is into just the form. Yeah, I think we, mo- like I think there are things that can take the form of an art, but that are a product as yes. something that essentially because because it is being made for expectation more than it is organically out of the expression of someone's experience or yeah. observation. Yeah, it doesn't matter what form it takes; it's product. It's as much for me. It's as much product yeah. as a t-shirt I pick up. Yeah, you see what I mean. That's like, it. I mean, I think most people's view of art is very narrow. You know, most people probably wouldn't even think of the arts; they'd probably think of painting, basically, like fine art mm. is kind of what you think of with art. Mm. But I love that idea that it's so much broader than that; that it is actually about observation of, of yeah. stuff um, mm. and and the sort of the manipulation or, or or whatever of that into something that that then expresses your experience of it. Yeah, um, totally. Whether that's yeah, through through music or whatever. What um what what what's your earliest memory of of um of art of thinking about art as a thing? I think it's I mean it's probably primary school, isn't it? When we kind of did art, it's probably I mean I wonder if that's art at, at its best. Almost is this totally innocent idea where you you've got a bunch of kids and you probably put down in front of them old cereal boxes, egg cartons straws and glue and paint and glitter Mm. and stuff and with no at that stage there's no sort of expectation of what they might create Mm. it's not like you need to draw a picture of you or you need to well it's just creation for the sake of creation Mm. um and that's you know people you know you build little spaceships or whatever out of your cereal boxes and it's 
just pure delight at, at, at putting other putting stuff together into yeah. something else. And of course, what's really funny is that when you look at some stuff now from like professional like adult artists, mm. a compliment someone might give it is like, oh, it's got like this beautiful naivety to it. Mm. That's like, innocence becomes something that actually like we long to return to as well in art. Ollie. One of the first things I remember to do with art mm. was in, in my primary school, mm. um, Bronnington. Yeah. I once um, was in a, I'm just remembering this now really, a class um, where we were given cups and straws. The cups contained paint. Mm. and we were blowing bubbles in the paint and then using it to... I had obviously misunderstood that and sucked. (laughs) I sucked the straw and drank a lot of paint. Um, I don't remember feeling very sick and not doing any painting. Art has never been something, as in fine art drawing, those kind of... You know, never been something I'm very good at. Yes. Like, I compensate by my amazing sense of humour and my incredible... (laughs) Athleticism uh, and that kind of thing. Athleticism, of course. And intellect. My intellect. And let's not forget my stunning, um, just kind of musical ability. Yeah. Um, And so, but drawing has never been my thing. In fact, I always think back to my time as a young child uh, in secondary school now. We're moving on to Adams Grammar School in Newport, Shropshire. (laughs) And um, walk through Oliver's education. And I think think about Mr. Coyle. (laughs) Mr. Coyle. Mr. Coyle. Eric, Eric Coyle. Eric Coyle was our art teacher. Had a very interesting voice. He also used to tell us that black is not a colour. It's a tonal value. <laughs> and he used to talk about that quite a lot. Um, and he also used to make me draw hands. <laughs> we drew hands for roughly three years. Yeah. This is the trouble, I think, for a lot of people, is that art becomes something that's measured in school. Oh, yeah. Can I, right? Do you mind if I... Please take it away. Because this is this is the thing, is that I was I was once told, which I actually think is really funny, and the teacher who told me this is actually a mate of mine now that I, you know, sometimes see when I'm back where I used to live. Um, but he once said, George, you've got the heart of an artist, but absolutely no talent. <laughs> and and but, but, the, but the sense of it was, like, tonal values. Like, art was presented to me often as what is actually what we would know as technical drawing. And so and so when when so what was what happened yeah. is that in school I was like oh I I can't do art I'm not an artist it's not you know I can't because I can't draw yeah. I cannot draw this bowl of flowers or I cannot draw my friend or you know I cannot yeah. do that therefore I suck at art That's and it. what's presented to you is is such a limited that often often you decide who you are before the 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 scope of it is ever because it's, it's funny now. I mean, I quite. I mean, this can be really pretentious, and I'm, I mean, we we're all very aware that this whole podcast can, uh, yeah, can easily be laced with some quite pretentious things. So we apologise that in advance. But I don't apologise. Um, yeah, Joe's doesn't apologise. He's completely thrown me now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, pretentious fine drawing. Here's uh, my problem. Let me carry... I'm sorry, George. I threw you there. Here's the thing. When you got GCSE art, my friends that took GCSE art, they no longer drew hands. Mm. They did all sorts of bizarre stuff. You went in the... In the, like, art classroom, it was all just, like, paper and pe- pencils, and you just drew. Yeah. And then you went through the back into the rest of the building. Where the GCSE and A-level students... And it was full of, like, bits of skeletons and, like... 
material and like all sorts of like weird Just stuff right, yeah. like bits of old bikes that had been put together into some sculpture and actually, I feel like if at the beginning he'd have been like, just make stuff, just express yourself and use whatever materials you like, just, you know, I actually might have been all right at art because I think I've got a bit of creativity in my brain. And, you know, I think we all have. And I think if we'd have been given a bit of freedom, actually more of us might have been like, oh, this is fascinating. I can just use bits of the world to yeah. observe the world and express meaning from within the world it's like bits of the world using other bits of the world mm. to express their understanding of the world itself this is the problem isn't it it's how you measure something but mm. we just that's the drew thing. hands because that was but that's that's the that. frustration yeah. of of british and western education is that it's all based on achievement and being able to measure that mm. objectively and therefore that's why we're having this massive debate in the uk at the moment about sats and like the tests we're using for like two-year-olds and yeah. five-year-olds and nine-year-olds that are having to do these exams and being signed off school like with stress because they're worried about exams and being tested on things where it's like we just need to like let the kids like be kids yes. be kids yeah, and yeah. learn just with life rather than with yeah. tests but more this is, this swedish is, people like my like fiance kate she's a teacher and she was she's recently done a paper on gifted and talented students which is something we have in uh, schools around the UK where basically if the, if if a student is picked up as being particularly strong in a subject as a way of encouragement and infusing them to like maybe go a step further or whatever you get awarded a gifted and talented in that subject but what's fascinating is the research she was doing is that gifted and talented pupils are usually on um, one of two ends of a, of, of a spectrum either they're like super good kids who abide by all the rules do everything they're asked for asked of them like keep their head down like basically like Kate was when she was a kid or you find that they're like actually the more subversive students the naughtiest students the students that push out back against authority are actually just uh, in, in this research they've been doing are just as and I think that was more my experience because um, but what what isn't appreciated in school that I think is is overlaps into art is like there's no sense of like if this kid is breaking the rules or if this kid is being subversive is there like a deeper brilliance there that we can try and pull out i'm not saying you don't punish kids mm. i'm not saying you let them run right but like is there something that like you know it's it's very it takes a lot for uh like 13 year old kid to intelligently push back on the authority of a teacher. Mm. You know, like, there is a display of intelligence there and creativity, but, like, you know, like Ollie's saying... There can like, be, at the, least, yeah. The, yeah, can be, but the way, but the way that often, um, you know, we've made it is that, like, you know, this, this, this student isn't achieving or this student has no obvious... You know, I, I don't know, I just think it's... Yeah, it's no, I agree. Joke. I agree. I think... Um, yeah, I mean, I think let's just cut out English cut out maths give them cups of paint and straws let them go to town some of them will suck it some of them will blow it it's okay they'll learn eventually yeah and uh, they'll have at fun least they'll the learn maybe blow instead of suck yeah I mean, pretty quickly I'd, I'd expect actually yeah unless we use flavoured paints that would be somewhat counterintuitive. Yeah. Mm. But it is interesting, like, school art. Like, because obviously, I obviously, when I th when I think of art, or that when when someone says talk, talks about art to me, obviously I now understand that that is more than just 
art and more, painting, more than just drawing yeah. and painting and blah, blah blah. But instantly, that's where my head goes, and instantly my head goes negative. Yeah, I, because I, can't do that. I just really didn't enjoy mm. being taught that particular way in school, and also like even like at that point, and maybe that's just a mature, maybe it's a maturity thing. But I remember going on a like a school trip and going to an art museum, yeah, like an art gallery or whatever, and just just being so bored by it because of the way that it was like presented to me as like something like educational and blah 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 as opposed yeah. to like something I could just enjoy yeah and like I think that's the difference is that like you need to understand art as more than just something that like you do or more than just something that you can like experience but something that you enjoy due to what you can gain from it not in an educational point of view but just in terms of like and obviously there can be that but just in terms of a experiential point of view totally. and I think that's like that's what yeah being arty as a person is like being able to understand art and appreciate it and i think arty like is an important word and that's arty. why we're gonna have our cup of tea now um uh, our tea. Arty. Arty. that was a weak link I but, think I but a link heard, nonetheless i once heard someone say that um george hasn't got it he doesn't maths, maths and science and engineering or whatever like those kind of subjects yeah. are, um, are the things that teach us how to survive yeah and the arts are what we survive for like, mm. why, why we're motivated to survive because we have beauty and I like because that. we which I thought was really was oh, really, I also really think good. you know maths and science and stuff has a huge amount of beauty and art in it but we yeah yeah of course yeah of course and that's the trouble is we, we separate it into this is like education and learning and, yeah. blah, 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 and this is art and they are two distinct things but what's, but what's interesting is that we're always even from primary school we uh, education is presented I mean uh, we're getting maybe a little bit too caught up in the education system but it's relevant yeah. in that like education is often presented as topics and subjects yeah. so you're good at a subject and what often isn't discussed is like what kind of thinker are you yeah. because actually if you're more um, I don't know if I really believe what I'm about to say, but if you're more sort of artistically inclined, actually you might be great at sciences, but you need to you Learn need to approach it from a different way. point of view. Yeah. You might you might need to approach it from the point of view of story. You might mm. need to know like you know also that we we have a periodic table, but what was the story of the person that you know made yeah. this, or you know what was their context? What did they have to fight against? You know, and I, I honestly feel that I would have liked subjects that I sucked at in school a lot more if there was more consideration of like. Who, but who, how do people express themselves? Yeah. Rather than like, you're just good at this, you're bad at this. That's right. Yeah. I think Ollie wanted us to have a cup of tea. Yeah. Let's go have a cup of tea. I tried really hard to make a good link, but well I couldn't. Let's good. just have tea. That's okay, we'll just have tea. Now it's time for. Fact or fib? 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 The first interior painting was done roughly 40,000 years ago by cavemen. Now, the reason I bring that up is not because <laughs> I'm, I'm asking you to question whether or not it's true that cavemen did paintings, but instead I'm asking you about their technique. Apparently, according to this fact or fib section, um, they used to use a spray painting method. Um, much like we talked about earlier and how I mistakenly used the straw to suck, not blow, cavemen used to use hollow bird bones to blow paint through them. Is that true? I don't know. You'll have to find out. Fact of it, fact of it, fact of it. Fact of it. <laughs>
Well, I'm feeling really arty. I'm feeling quite arty. You know what I, I've been thinking about in the breaks? We've, we've, we've had this break and I've sort of been putting my own neuroses upon the boys here <laughs> of feeling like a little bit kind of um, mismatched mm. in, 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 in my headspace at the moment. But what I love about art is that art incorporates everything. Mm-hmm. That whatever whatever art is expressing, it, it it has the potential to be beautiful and important and significant and relevant. Um, whatever it is, art can express anger, and that's as virtuous as something that expresses love. Art can express frustration, confusion, um, joy. Uh, anticipation, anxiety, and it and it has the ability to like make all of that valid and important. And I think that's why I like it is that like art's probably one of the only things where I don't f- I I feel absolutely no pressure to meet anyone's expectations mm. because 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 not that like I can do whatever I want, and if anyone challenges it, it's like what are you challenging? You're challenging something which is entirely subjective and personalized mm. and at least in this in in the sense I'm talking about it. And so I, I think the reason I'm more drawn to it than like anything else is because I I am I am my own arbiter. Like I I decide the rules that I mm. play with and I decide the limits and ceilings and spaces in which I do that. And if other people enjoy it then that's amazing, but no there's nothing in me that wants that wants to affect their enjoyment by yeah. changing it. Like yeah, there's this I interesting feel. phenomenon, I think, isn't it, where particularly in, it happens with some of the sort of modern art movement, where people will see some Tracy Emin piece or whatever, the unmade bed, and say, "Well, that's not art." Yeah, that's the sort of classic uh, put down, I suppose, totally. of modern art is, "Well, that's not art." Or, or uh, anyone could do that. Yeah, but it's like you didn't, <laughs> you, <laughs> didn't you didn't do that. Do that. It's like yeah. the blank canvas and the tape with the, mm. the single uh, black square in the middle. Yeah. So, you know, my four-year-old could do that. I could do that. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't notice something and then express it like this person did. Mm. In fact, in fact, the only reason you're noticing it now is because someone did. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's it's interesting, isn't it? Because because everything is art. And I think that's when, perhaps, when we end up with these difficulties is because art ends up being defined, probably because of... uh, monetary value ultimately mm. is when it starts to get defined because something has to be you have to put a value on something mm. so with music you have to decide well this song is worth me investing money in because so many people will buy yeah. pay 79p for the track on iTunes or whatever mm. and so there then becomes this sort of uh, arbiter that, mm. that says this is of value and this isn't yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, because that's a shame system. it's a shame it is yeah. a shame. Yeah. Well, like, I think about it with music. It's like, well, it's annoying that, like, yeah, it turns into business. And obviously, like, I understand the economic necessity of that and capitalism and whatever and, like, everyone having fun with making lots of money. But, like, it sucks sometimes that, like, you can hear, like, an amazing artist, a, a, like, amazing singer-songwriter or something in, like, a back alley in the middle of nowhere mm. and they're, like, writing these amazing songs and then like Justin Bieber and Drake are like making millions for talking about getting drunk again 
or like mm. well, probably not Biebs although he probably has done that but his songs are a bit yeah, more about yeah. you know but like, I don't know it's just like it's a shame that like and it's not that their stuff isn't art either no of course not although we could argue about that yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know like it's just because that's what for some reason we've decided is of value totally. and so it's sort of self-perpetuating because mm-hmm. what we hear on the radio and what we hear in the public stream mm. the people that people people put investment into that end up then getting bigger record deals that get big more plays that get more mm. whatever it is is sort of already decided for somebody and so when something else comes along that's different and challenging and it, we we've already categorized it as well that doesn't sound like that other thing yeah that mm. i've been told has value mm. well that that is the add-on of celebrity isn't it and this is what this is where art gets lost is because so I so I think about me and Joe, for instance, like we're trained to be vicars, and when we get ordained, we'll have what's called a stipend, mm-hmm. and that'll be an amount of money which isn't a lot, but it's been figured out in order to be like the right amount of money for us to be able to just outwork what we do. Mm. So the idea of the stipend is that like we can focus all of our time on being being priests, right? That's yeah. the idea. Yeah. Um, and I kind of I've always liked the idea of like with music, um, the way I get my head around the kind of the, the the money thing yeah is like i only want to sell it so i can keep doing it yeah so 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 for instance, i mean anything else is a bonus and you know and then you and then you get into things like living comfortably or barely scraping by but i think i like the idea that like we can sell something so so for instance like loads loads of the bands i grew up with i mean i i grew up with like in in a scene that was it was all like very DIY bands it's all indie labels that was everything I listened to and all of the shows that I went to and there was this idea of like people putting into something like if you want us to keep making music we'd love for you to like buy a t-shirt at our show or like because we want to keep making music and if you like our music like we want to be in a position where we can make more of it for you. Yeah. It's like so, Kickstarter, so that was the, before you Kickstarter got, existed. Before Kickstarter existed. But that was the whole thing about merch. It was. Yeah. Is that bands came to play a show and they, they would like have a demo or a t-shirt and the whole point of that was like what can we do that gives something to people that even the like the you know can, can keep us making making art. Yeah. Without uh, having without having to worry about it. Yeah. Like and that's interesting. I but, wonder if there's a system that we could create of like stipends for artists. I think that's the idea of like yeah. artists in residence and things like that are places of like we'll just pay your salary and it doesn't matter what you do but just just make stuff. Totally. Uh, and you know because this is the question you've got to ask yourself is when someone says I want to be a successful musician and make loads of money what you what 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 they're actually saying is that like I want to be a celebrity who happens to do music and make loads of money. Yeah. That's the difference in that, like what we're talking about often when we talk about mega rich superstars or musicians, isn't necessarily people, people aren't paying for their art anymore. They're paying for the brand. They're paying for who the person is. It's the personality. It's the whole, it's the whole package that they yeah. present. You know? Ultimately they're probably paying for it because somebody told them that it was worth paying for hundred percent. This, and this is the thing is that so many people equate art now to, Celebrity, because so many celebrities are happen to do art. Yeah, but they but they're actually two two distinct things that should yeah. be separated. Yeah, yeah, in my opinion. Why is it then that like maybe maybe this is just my naivety of like drawing art as in like fine art and that type of art. Yeah. Mm. Why is it that like we put so much emphasis on like actors and musicians as artists and like mm. famous celebrities, and yet like you never really hear many big names of like painters. Mass market appeal. Mass market appeal. Yeah. yeah. Look, everybody's got a computer or an iPod or a CD player or a record player or whatever mm. that can that give you access to that. Mm. Um, and not everyone can 
hang paintings in their house. Mm. I mean, that's the interesting thing is if you look at the National Gallery, National Gallery is free. A lot of these art galleries are free yeah. because, the, which is actually kind of brilliant. Yeah, yeah. In, particularly, in the, you know, in the UK, it's really good. Is that the government has said this is worth people being able to see for free? Yeah, yeah, yeah. because it inherently yeah. has value, and so we'll subsidise it and we'll whatever. So just just because we think it's worth being mm. there, and mm. there's not so much of the same stuff with music mm. because people pay for it and because there's a, an industry around it. Mm. Oh, it'd be interesting to sort of see what it would be like of like what if we just had free cinemas and therefore people could stop worrying about you know and the government I don't know just some way yeah, that you totally. know lots of people the money was sort of taken out of it so that people could just create yeah takes the sort of and people you know I don't know mm-hmm. how it works it's, it's complicated isn't it but when you course, live in a capitalist course, society of course back it's also like like Joe, what Joe's saying as well it's like it's what's it's what's in front of you. So, for instance, like if you look at the Sistine Chapel or St Paul's in London or a load of these old buildings, the reason that art was was it's not a bigger thing, but f- fine art maybe mm. in that was because it was right in front of people. People didn't have iPods, um, iPads, you know, mute, like like literally where they were were the churches and the cathedrals mm. and the, you know. And so so uh, you know something being painted there was like. Well, that was right in front of everyone's everyday life. That was mm. what was put right in front of them. Whereas what's put in front of us now is, you know, is iTunes and, and TV and, and TV and yeah. you know and all of that stuff. Um, so it's yeah, it's interesting. And there is there's some money stuff into it because you know a movie to make a film inherently you know costs quite a lot of money mm. um, to make, and so yeah, people do need a certain. Which I kind of like the Kickstarter kind of idea of like mm. these people. We like they like these people. We think they're going to create something brilliant, so we'll just give them the money to yeah. make the thing, yeah. and then they'll be able to make the thing. And then it doesn't matter quite so much whether it's a mass success or not. Yeah, mm. because, but it's ownership, isn't because it? we it's just like, think we it's worth making because we believe it's something that we're going to enjoy as well. Yeah, it just inherently has. We think it has value, so we'll invest in it. Yeah. Do you think that like talking on like the fact that yeah you know, people didn't used to have all this technology, that all they had was mm. you know the art in churches, blah blah. Do you think like that's like um made us lose a sense of beauty in some way it's made i i think it's made us lose a sense of commonality in that when you walk when you're inside a church hundred years like it didn't matter who you were what background you were from how much money you had you were all looking at the same thing mm. yeah and so i think it's 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 i think you're i i agree with what you're saying and i think that's because um, it's in a way beauty's been priv- privatized and yeah. made ex- exclusivized. It has, it has. Yeah. Like you know, like there's no one. Like we're, at the moment, we're sitting in southeast London near Camberwell, that is one of the poorer parts of the city. You know, like the majority of people that are in their houses sitting around us right now aren't thinking tomorrow necessarily they're going to go to an art gallery because what's happened is culturally, like we've we've yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way, we've we've kind of made it. We've exclusivized. Mm. I don't know what the word is. Like we've made it something that made. Well, we've come down to the lowest common denominator because we need the thing that everybody's interested in, and what they're interested in is big and loud, and you know all that kind of mm. stuff that that lots of shock value and things like that, which we mm. know will just make an impact, not necessarily because of beauty, but just because it makes an impact because it's yeah. loud or whatever yeah. you know it's why action movies are, are such a big because people love seeing giant explosions it's, yeah. it's just inherently people are sort of drawn to it because it's big and loud and yeah, yeah, flashy yeah. and you know all that stuff so 
so how do we instill that so back in our day when mm. we were young and kids back in our day. you know the thing that inspired people to do art was like art attack and blue peter that's true. that's true like here's one i made earlier was like the phrase every kid wanted to say that everyone wanted that blue peter badge for doing something amazing yeah, 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 yeah. whether you made like a homemade flower pot or whether you drew a really good boat and then like yeah, on heart yeah. attack you like you learnt the idea of perspective as like the dude was doing all the stuff and it's like this is confusing i don't know what he's making go up to the top of the crane that's a massive piece of cheese that he's made on the floor yeah, yeah, yeah. out of tiny pieces of cheese <laughs> or like you know things like that and i wonder how now we can like inspire people to do it because so i saw something recently and this my mum will will laugh at this as she listens to us speak because where I used to live in Elephant and Castle, there was a, a church building next door to um, my flat. And on the notice board outside, there was like kind of notices for what you could do, activities the church ran and blah, blah. One of the things they ran was um, um, a course, like an art class. It was called the It's Never Too Late Art Class. And like, obviously that's like, it's nice because it just means like everyone can get involved. Like it's never too late to try and take mm. up something new. Yeah. But when my mum saw that, she, she, she let over to me and she's like, I'm just picturing like really like dying, like people on the edge of death, like quickly, it's not too late. Like wheeling themselves into the church. Like I want to draw a flower. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not too late that. to get arty. Yeah. But how do we, ha what's our modern day art attack? I suppose is my big philosophical question. <laughs> yeah. What are we going to do without morph? So true. That's great. I think, yeah, it's interesting. That's an interesting thing because the people that tend to do art for fun tends to be kids or old people. Yeah. I mean, loads of old people have art classes mm. or pottery classes or... If they're know, not what, playing bridge. Exactly. <laughs> or, you know, whatever, because... <laughs> they love a bit of bridge, don't they? Yeah, they do. They do. But that because it because it's not seen as something yeah. that has just value for the sake of value, mm. generally, it's the little extra in school that you do art, mm. but it's not compulsory. Oh, make art compulsory for everyone. Yeah, I think the beauty to of Art Attack. I think the secret of Art Attack was that it it made you recognise what was in front of you. Yeah. When you in Art Attack, you used cereal boxes, yeah, and you used toilet roll. yeah, and you used toilet, old toilet rolls and sellotape things that had been finished, and you know, random pebbles and like, yeah. you know, and and I think I think part of it, I mean, this kind of goes back to how about the skill of noticing. I think I think part of it is helping people to be aware that what's happening right now is beautiful, and that the grass is greenest where you water it, not not in some, because yeah, I think the pro the problem is now. <laughs> the problem is now is that like art we're not when we're talking about art we're not talking about art anymore we're talking about what we want it to say about us what we want it to invite us to in terms of a friend group what how it dictates what we want to wear how it dictates you know the sort of things that we care about or think about and and what and what it what it does is it tells you that like art happens somewhere else mm. do you know what i'm saying like yeah. right now like is that it's, it's like you know, these these are the people we listen to. You know, you've got Justin Bieber, um, Jay Z, I don't know, Kanye, The Weeknd, whatever. If you take anyone that's kind of in in the billboards at the moment, like this thing they make happens in this world of celebrity. Yeah. That isn't a geographical place. Yeah. And what they forget is that the these these people are utterly ordinary, and we're and we're just writing songs in very ordinary situations. But then it is being colonized into a world that doesn't exist. 
And because art happens there, the person sitting in the flat near where we are at the moment fails to realise, like, what, if, what what is beautiful about the place I live? What is creative about the things I have in my life yeah. that where I am right now in this situation at this time in my life? Because that's all art is, that's it, is because, expressing that. Because yeah. I've always thought, I've always found it difficult because I'm always like, oh, I'm not really arty mm. because I can't paint, I can't draw, I wasn't, you know, great at music. Mm. You know, just because basically because I learned the trumpet and then I got braces mm. and so I had to stop playing the trumpet. And yeah. so something as stupid as that basically stopped me being musical in that same way. Yeah. And so I was no longer an artist. Yeah. And yet nobody sort of thought to say, well, what have you got in front of you? And mm. actually the, increasingly what I'm trying to do is recognise, well, one of the things that I am have got is words. Yeah. And that is one of the things that I... I'm good at yeah and so poetry and things like that has be- has become something really important to me yeah. as, as an expression of creativity because it's like well that is what's in front of me yeah wherever I am is that I have the power t- of words and I happen to have exactly pencil and paper and I can create yeah and like allowing that to be extraordinary yeah like a cereal box and art attack yeah you know allowing that allowing the cereal box to become a night's helmet or the first brick in a den or you know a, a CD rack it's, it's taking something which like like everything in the world wants to wash over you. Yeah. It's like that you, that you want that every, life makes you want to be numb to and blunted to and immune to and saying like, come, do I actually believe that there's something extraordinary here? That what, that, 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 that the, the, the beauty of, of life is yeah. happening as much here as it is at the Grammys. Yeah. Probably more so. Probably more so. Even more so. Yeah. That was a really good discussion on art. Thanks, <laughs> all. Um, we're coming to the end of our time. Mm. I thought I'd sum up with some another form of art, comedy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to end with a recent hashtag that's been going on Twitter. Yeah. The hashtag is hashtag remove a letter, ruin a film. Have you seen things like this before? Like, add a word, ruin a film? Yeah. Well, let's just... I'll just read a few of them for you. The never-ending Tory. (laughs) True git. Apocalypse? No. (laughs) The Da Vinci Cod. (laughs) Finding Emo. Star Wars. <laughs> and finally, rain spotting. <laughs> Hashtag remove a letter, ruin a movie. Film. Joy can be found anywhere. Oh my gosh, can't it just? Joy can be found in the darkest of times, if only you look in the right places. Sure, something about turning on the light, right? Oh yeah, Dumbledore, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> something about turning on the light. Art. Art. Writing is art. J.K. Rowling, amazing artist. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's my thoughts. Labels are the problem. Labels, mm-hmm. semantics. Is that L- life is art? Art is Everything life. Is art. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> I agree. Podcasts are art. I think this. We is, uh... we are artists. So so if if art go 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 art is about realness. Yeah. It's about it's about <laughs> it's reality. Yeah. If we like if I if I'm trying to sum it up, art is 
realness, a real interaction happening or um, a real exchange between experience and uh, expression. Mm. It's it's like, if, if anything at all, like, that's what it is. I imagine these are the conversations people have on drugs. Yeah, probably. We, we just haven't got the drugs. We just haven't got the drugs. We'll sort that out for next week, don't worry. <laughs> uh, that's been fun it has been really fun mm. different I'm really glad we went there yeah he's so been George good. he's been Joe and I've been Ollie <laughs> <laughs> I forget that that doesn't work oh 